You were just listening to The Christmas Sleigh Ride by Francesco D'Andrea Artlist. That's all. I think I just butchered that name, but it's a beautiful tune nonetheless. Well, again, welcome to the Being a Dad on Purpose podcast. I am your host, Bobby Benavides, and I am excited to be here with you today. Today we're speaking about a very important topic, co-parenting. Did you know that over 1,300 new step families form each day? That's according to Step Family Foundation. Over 50% of U.S. families are remarried or recoupled. One of every two marriages ends in divorce. 66% of couples who live together or are remarried will break up when children are involved. The majority of American families have shifted from the original biologically connected mother, father, and child. We are a nation in which majority of families are divorced, remarried, or living together. Staggering statistics. Right? These came out of Michigan State University's study, and we know that today, in a way, this could be considered a crisis. Children being raised in two different homes, um, having two different parents, having different relationships, different mothers, stepmothers, stepfathers. They're trying to figure out how to maneuver through life in that. And for some, it, it goes well. For some parents, it goes really well co-parenting and for others it is not it can be toxic it can be painful not only for the couples but for the kids as they watch parents fighting as they watch um custody battles and all these things and words that are, are said that creates damage and pain you see we have to find a way to do this right now i am not going through this i'm i'm married uh we have four kids and we're good but I'm also a child of divorce. My birth mom passed away when I was two years old. My dad got remarried when I was five. They got divorced when I was seven. He got remarried when I was 16. They got divorced when I was 30-ish. <laughs> can't remember now. I think I was 32 maybe, um, which is weird to be considered 32 and still be another child of divorce, right? I've watched this. I've felt it. I know the real I know the real pain that's there of trying to figure out what parent should I love? Am I allowed to love them both? Those kind of questions. Hearing my dad say mean things about my stepmom or my stepmoms. Hearing my stepmoms say things about my dad. Now, maybe not as bad as what my dad would say, because I live with my dad permanently, because he was my birth father, he's my biological father, so he had that control. But there was still stuff that I had to work through. So how do we do this right? How can you do this right? If you are in a co-parenting role, how can you do it right as a dad? And today, we have a special guest um, by the name of Mike Reynolds. And Mike, um, Mike is going to be sharing his story. I met Mike through a, another fatherhood group that I'm a part of on Facebook. And he shared a story about his two daughters who are successful. And he also shared that they're successful um, despite the fact that he and their mother are no longer together. They figured out how to co-parent well. They figured out how to support each other. And he said it took work. It takes work. It wasn't always easy. But his daughters are doing great. So today we have this conversation. And I'm excited for you to hear it. So without further ado, let's go forward in this conversation with Mike Reynolds around co-parenting. Oh, you know, my 
All right. Well, hey, here we are with uh, Mike Reynolds. Uh, Mike has agreed to be a guest on the show, Being a Dad on Purpose. I'm excited to have him on to talk about um, just his story about co-parenting and just giving some ideas of how to make that successful. So, uh, Mike, welcome to the show. Thanks, Bobby. I appreciate the invite. Well, I'm uh, glad that you accepted the invite. It's going to be, I think this is a great conversation that I think needs to be happening because I think... Um, you know, I share in uh, in the opening of this podcast, I shared that, you know, the statistically we're seeing about 50% of uh, relationships, marriages are, 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 are ending up in divorce, but we're also seeing a lot of children who are being raised in co-parent homes. And so there have been dads that have reached out saying, I don't know how to do this well. And honestly, I don't either because I'm, you know, I'm, I'm married. I have four kids. I'm a child of divorce. Um, my dad well, my, my birth, my biological mother passed away when I was two. And then um, he got remarried when I was five. They got divorced when I was seven. Then he got remarried again when I was 16. And then they recently got divorced when I was like 30 or 32. I, I don't remember what my age was. But um, the reality of it is, though, is that, you know, I, I know what it's like to be a kid going through it, but to be a parent going through it, I don't know. And so I'm excited to have you on to share your story and um, how, how you made it work. So... So again, okay. glad you're here. I'm sure the best I can. Uh, I think every situation is a little different, but I'll tell you what worked for me. Great. So tell me, so what, so if you don't mind, share your story of, um, you know, how many, how many kids you have, uh, what led up to um, you being co-parenting with your ex-wife um, and, and, and how that's going now, I guess, too. So. All right. <clears throat> so I, um, I met my uh, my ex-wife uh, back out. I'm retired Navy uh, flyer, flu fighters in the Navy for 12 years active and eight years in the reserves. Uh, met my uh, future ex-wife on the beach of Pensacola um, back when I was in flight school. She was down with some sorority sisters. Uh, we dated for about a year and a half. We got married. Um, you know, while we were married, you know, we were kind of, and both our families were kind of the Ken and Barbie. Everything was great and going good. And, you know, um, I had an opportunity uh, to go over and do an embassy tour with the Kuwaitis after Desert Storm, uh, being a training instructor for the Kuwait Air Force, even though I'm Navy. But um, so we were over there and uh, my first daughter, Heather, was born uh, in Kuwait. She was the first American baby born in post-war Kuwait. And her baby book, she's been held by presidents and kings and princesses and, and all that stuff. So she's got some really great photos and a great baby book. Um, after Kuwait, we came back. Uh, I spent a lot of time in Virginia Beach, uh, Oceana Naval Air Station. My uh, second daughter was born in Virginia Beach General. I, uh, you know, we went in the night before, and they said it was false contractions, and we headed out. You know, I headed out the next morning. She said, "Go ahead and go." And I had a flight the next morning, and I was off the coast of North Carolina doing a uh, some uh, dog fighting practice. And uh, my base radio called and said, "Hey, your wife's in labor. She's having the baby." And uh, had some sonic booms coming home that day and uh, made the newspapers with the booms. But I uh, got back and I was there for my daughter being born and uh, got to cut the cord and all that stuff. Uh, um, we spent, uh, you know, we spent 17 years together. Um, things happened, uh, you know, later on in, uh, you know, in our, in our marriage that, uh, that could not be fixed. Uh, you know, with her and some of her coworkers, and uh, you know, and I'll be honest, you know, in, in the beginning, I, I think all divorces can can get really testy and then tough, and a lot of 
a lot of hard feelings and uh you know and uh, you know so we split the kids were six and nine they were they were pretty small my ex uh you know she was active but she was also the one who she moved away and eventually you know a few years later she got married and moved uh, across the country and uh but we still had a lot of co-parenting we had to work on we had two kids to raise together so it took us to our our start of uh how we were going to um you know raise our kids healthy and happy and in two different households uh you know for some of the time and also you know she was flying back uh consistently visiting the kids and uh you know we just took it from there and developed from there well first like um thanks for your service that's incredible. Um, that's an awesome story. That's uh, to have that first, the first American born. That's pretty awesome. That's a really cool story to have. Um, but you know, for you and your ex-wife, um, you now have to take the steps to figure out how to, um, I guess, do it cordially, right? Uh, <laughs> to be nice with each other, to figure out how to speak kind words. And I mean, I'm sure that was probably difficult in the beginning. Um, so what did you do personally then to, to make it an easier situation? Well, you know, I, I think it's important. You need to communicate with your ex. Um, you have to listen to each other, not just talk or blast each other. You have to listen to each other and you don't have to be friends, but you have to be parents. You have to, you have to, you know, keep thinking, you know, what, what's the best interest, best interest of my kids, what's going to make them the healthiest and happiest that, that we can do. And, uh, and you need to communicate for that because, you know, th there is two different sides. You're not always right and you're not always wrong either. And it takes a little bit of work to, to get that done. Um, you know, any divorce is very tough on the kids. Uh, I think the, the kids go through a lot um, emotionally, physically. Um, it, it's, it's hard on them. And I, I think it's important that you get involved with your kids get involved with their activities, support their activities, um, trade off with your, uh, with your ex-spouse and try to get, you know, try to attend some things together that are important for the kids. You know, you can put your, you know, any hardships or hurt or anything aside and be, be a common front for your kids. You know, if they've got a dance recital in my case, you know, or gymnastics or stuff like that, you know, you can be there together and you can be civil and you can, you know, communicate with your ex and uh, kind of work things out that way. Um, the thing too is, you know, you have to be there for your kids. They've got a lot of stuff going on and, you know, listen, listen to what your kids are saying and also listen to what your ex is saying. You know, it's not easy on them. It's not easy on you. And if you communicate and you be, try to be civil with each other, it, it just, it just makes things a lot easier. It, it really, turns the wheels and your kids see that you're, you're an example for your kids and they don't want to see mom and dad fighting and nasty and bitter all the time but you know like I said you don't have to be friends but you know if you could be civil to each other the, the kids see that and they learn from it yeah now um you're, you're you have two daughters and the reason why I brought you on is because you shared that they were successful right they they're they're making some successful choices in life and and I think that could be a common misconception for, for, from children who have had to go through divorces. And, you know, I mean, it, granted it happens where there are kids that, you know, they just do not, you know, they, they 
have a lot of anger, they have a lot of issues that just, you know, they have to work through. Um, but to see a success with your two daughters, uh, you know, so, so how did that work, right? Um, what did you and your wife or ex-wife, how did you guys communicate um, encouraging them together and, and pushing them on to be doing successful things? So. Now, first off, I'll share my oldest daughter, Heather, is 24. She graduated undergrad and then went to graduate school, and she's a speech pathologist, just graduated in May and uh, doing very well. She's in a healthy relationship, and uh, things are going really good for her. My younger daughter uh, finished her undergraduate, and she's working on her doctorates right now. Um, you know, we support our kids. We encourage our kids. Um, we try to tell them, you know, one of the big things and, and, you know, growing up and, and make, making it successful is in my house, you know, kids heard a lot. I'm not your friend. I'm your dad. I'm going to make dad decisions. And, uh, you know, and, and part of that is, you know, never turn your kids on the other spouse. I, I see a lot of that. I see it with my friends. I see it with, with other people and I hear it and I see nasty things. You can see nasty things posted online about each other and, and not just, uh, is anti-co-parenting. It, it really throws wrenches in. It makes for bad communication. It makes for problem kids that, that grow up with, uh, don't have support of either their parents because they're too busy fighting with each other. And, you know, and, and they're not getting the direction. They're not getting the leadership that they need in a, uh, you know, to, to be nurtured into being successful. Um, Another thing too is be fair, you know, be fair with your time with the kids and be fair with your time without the kids, you know, um, let your, let your spouse, ex-spouse have, have her quality time. And if she's in a bind and, or she needs help or you need help, be able to work that out. You know, we were very good at, you know, uh, well, this holiday, I, I've got this, or I've got to work, or I got to do this. Can you, you know, and, and, and just being flexible and, to the point where you know we, we made it work the best we could and it's not 100 percent of the time um you know but help on the holidays help on the birthdays you know you go out to dinner on a birth on a kid's birthday and that means a lot to the kid and uh another thing i'll bring up that i think is important is uh grandparents you know you got to remember those kids have two sets of grandparents and uh you know don't alienate them from the other's family, the other's grandkids. You know, my, I was very fortunate. I had a really awesome uh, set of in-laws who, uh, after my divorce, they, they moved from Illinois to about half hour away from me to help me with the kids when I was in the bind and all that. And, uh, you know, I went on vacations. I invited them with me. And they, they actually went on cruises with us, went on trips with us. And, uh, you know, well past our day, we, we still do that occasionally. And, uh, I just think it makes for some very, uh, you know, good bonds and, you know, and, and we see it with each other, you know, we support each other. We, you know, if anyone gets in trouble, has family issues or whatever, we're there to help each other out. Um, you know, so, and support the other parents' decisions. Don't let the kids, uh, you know, do that. Uh, they go to mom, mom says no. So they go to dad, dad's going to say yes, just to spite mom. You know, and, you know, there are times we have, I know if I've had a tough conversation with the kids and, you know, I'll, I'll call my ex and we'll talk about it and, and she'll be a, you know, a common front when those kids just, you know, you know, they're going to do it. That's, that's in the kid's nature. And she goes, nope, what your dad tell you? Okay. You know, then that's, that's the, uh, that's the answer. It's, it's not, I'm going to go against that and that, and, you know, it just makes a big difference. 
it goes back to your communication thing as well, right? Because I mean, you guys got to be able Correct. to communicate with each other and know how you're going to discipline, and and it's got to be across the board, right? You can't have one house being full of discipline, the other one not, because then that does create some tension. So it's good that you you had that going on. Correct. Yeah, you need to be able to, uh, you know, support each other. And I said, you know, you, you as a parent, whether you're married or not married, you've got to make healthy decisions for your kids and you know given a, a an eighth grader uh, no curfew or or no chores or no no responsibility is not in the kid's interest and you know sometimes you come across as a bad guy but you know as long as the other spouse whether you're married or not married is supporting that you know the, the kids will get that and i'll tell you as, as my kids get older um like i said they're both uh, they're 20, um, they're going to be uh, 22 and 25 in February. And, you know, we, we have a very close relationship with me and my daughters and also my ex with the daughters. And, you know, me and my ex, you know, we, we text back and forth a few times a week on things that pertain to the kids or even jokes or whatever. But, you know, we keep the communication open and, uh, you know, we, we don't turn the kids against each other. And, uh, you know, that's that's important um you know i think one thing that that is really great about this conversation is that your kids are older right they're um to to think because a lot of times i think we 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 think just once the kids are 18 right we're just going to be able to say we're no longer like we don't have to worry about it because we're just done we're done raising the kids and we don't have to worry about talking to each other anymore or whatever but no, you're, you're, you don't stop being parents together. <laughs> no matter how old they are, you're still the parents together. And so you're always going to have that bond with your ex, whether, you know, as long as you have kids together, you're going to have a bond with your ex and why make it miserable, make it as comfortable as you can. Like I said, you don't have to be right. I'm not friends with my ex on Facebook, but you know, we communicate, we text and all that stuff. And, you know, I, I respect her privacy. She respects mine. And, and that's, that's important. No, she's remarried. I'm not. I, I've got a long-term girlfriend. Actually, we're going to be moving in in a few months. But, um, you know, it, it's it, there's some things you can do. Like, you know, don't don't share parent stuff with the kids. I think that's a, that's a big, big thing, too. A lot of people talk um, adult things. When, and I said my kids were six and nine when we split. And, you know, you, you can't talk adult conversations to your kids to bring them in because that'll stress the hell out of them and uh and that's not healthy for them it creates a lot of emotional issues and and physical issues as well let me ask you that um about relationships because you know when you you said six and nine right so you know obviously in that time frame your ex-wife has been remarried you have a long-term girlfriend so what was the process of introducing new relationships into into the lives of your children because i think that's that's a big thing too right yeah and by long term i'm saying you know over over a year now with, with her but you know i had another relationship for five years I, I think it's important you you just don't bring men or women into your kids lives and you know my my dating life was was private for my children and until until I had somebody that you know I was was going to be around for a while and all that, and even then I you know I still sheltered my kids because that's that's it's they want to see me happy, want to see me healthy, but but you know my dating life is 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 really not 
for them to to stress about. And, uh, you know, I, I always try to say, hey, you know, my, my time with my kids and if you're dating anybody who's, who's worth it, they, they understand. And, you know, most, most of the people, girls I've dated have had, you know, children themselves. And, you know, if someone has something come up with the kids, you got to be understanding of that. That's great. That's great. You know? So um, I have two more questions and then we can, you know, we can, um, we can actually I have three more questions and one of them has nothing to do with the topic it's more me just asking you something so but the but the two um the two uh, questions one um so holidays are coming up christmas right we just passed thanksgiving um what it, what do you what do you recommend um you know the last question could be like giving tips for dads to like how do they go through this in a in a good way but and how do they handle it emotionally and that kind of thing but for this for the holidays what can they be doing to be encouraging healthy holiday, uh, I guess, conversations or um, relationships? Well, one of the things we did is, you know, we had, like I said, we were flexible. We had a tentative schedule where I'll have the kids Thanksgiving this year, you and you have them Christmas next year, you have them Thanksgiving, I have them Christmas. But there are times we, we had to switch that. She had a, a business trip or a vacation with her husband or something. And, you know, and we switch it up, we'd be flexible. Um, you know, and also if, if my ex is in the area for the holidays, which happens, happens several years, I invite her over, I'll cook dinner and she can come over with her husband. I, I, I respect, you know, when you're, when your ex remarries, the biggest thing you're concerned about is who's this guy going to be around my kids. And she chose a really nice guy, not the guy she, she had the affair with. But, uh, you know, really nice guy. I, I like him. I respect him. I think he's a, he's a if you can have somebody around your kids, I'm very comfortable with him. And, you know, I invite them over and, uh, you know, they can come over for dinner. And same thing if uh, if I'm in their area and, you know, they have the kids and, you know, they'll invite me over. I, I'll go over and have dinner with them and hang out for a little bit and then, you know, respectfully head home. But, uh, you know, try to co-parent through that because that's healthy for your kids to see. And we, we still do that, even with the kids grown. We, we do that now. You know, I was out um, a few months ago and where my ex lives in Arizona and uh, I was out there for some stuff and my one daughter was with me and, you know, we went over, we had dinner and, and uh, just a nice time, play some games and, you know, then again, I kind of went our own ways and, and, you know, don't, don't stress the holidays because if you, you can make them stressful, but if you try to just work together and, and they said, it's not going to work for everybody, but you know, just follow your pride sometimes. And, 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 you know, when you see your kids smiling, when, when the two of you can sit in a room and be civil and laugh and, you know, tell jokes or whatever, your kids see that and it brings a smile to their face. It makes them happy. And, you know, they, they feel that inside. Good. So then um, I guess then for dads that are going to this now, uh, that are trying to figure out how to manage their stress level, manage their emotions. What are some tips that you can give to them um, in that? Well, I, I think it's important to be patient as, as a parent. You know, I, I was about 30 when I had my first daughter and uh, three years later I had the second. And I think at, in my 30s, I, I think I was a better father than I ever would have been in my early 20s. I, you know, I, I learned to be a little more patient with, with things. Um, you need to choose your battles. Don't fight everything. Choose the battles wisely and win the battles that you choose, but also have give and take. You know, like I said before, you're not always right and you're not always wrong and neither is your, your ex-spouse. So, 
you know, pick, pick what the battles are, pick what the battles are with your kids. What's important to you? What, what are the, what's going to have the best outcome for your child um, long-term? And look at that. Um, be considerate of, you know, your, your time with, with the kids or your ex's time with the kids. You know, if you're invited to do something great, if you're not invited, great, that's fine too. Go find something else, have hobbies, you know, do whatever. But be considerate of each other's times and don't be a, a stickler on, on, you know, you know, we're going by this and this, there's no deviation from it. You know, life is about, you know, change and, and deviations. And if you can handle those deviations, you're going to do a lot better with it. Um, talk to the kids together. You know, when we have things coming on or whatever, we'll get on, we'll do it on the phone or in person. And, you know, we have things and we, we still do it. You know, we'll, we'll get on a group chat and we'll, you know, just communicate with the kids together and, and show that we're united in what we're doing and what we, what we think, or if they're making, you know, got big decisions to make, you know, this is, this is where we stand. And, you know, we stand together. We may have a little bit different perspectives, but, you know, we'll try to stick together and, and, and come out that way. Um, you know, communicate with your ex, um, things like your needs and your wants, um, you know, there's, there's things that are, you'd like to have and things you need to have and talk about, um, you know, plans for the kids' education, plans for their healthcare, set up a vacation schedule and again, be flexible with it, but, you know, talk that stuff through so there's no surprises and no hard feelings and, uh, you're kind of working together, you know? Awesome. All right. So the last question, this has nothing to do with the topic, but um, give us a, a good book, movie, something that you've, you've experienced recently, or even a good hobby that we could be, that we, you do that maybe could be something that people could take up. Well, I, I'm an outdoorsy guy. Um, I, I'm going out Friday night and Saturday night to bowfish. We go out and we uh, shoot flounder, sheephead, uh, uh, snapper, um, you know, um, black drum, and it really, you know, that's a, a fun hobby for me. I'm also an avid hunter. I, you know, I have friends. I, I go out to Colorado every year, and and uh, last two years in a row, I got two monster monster bucks. One uh, whitetail this year, and a, a big mule deer last year. Um, I do a lot of fishing. I, I live in Florida, down in uh, Tampa Bay area, and we're surrounded by water everywhere. So I, I spend a lot of time fishing. And I, I think in initial grief stages of my divorce. Um, that was really important. One of the other things I did, and you know, some of my buddies always laughed at me for this, but it, it turned into one of the healthiest things I did is um, there was a, a divorce support group and it was like 200 women and about six guys. But I'll tell you, it was a really, for me, it was, it was great. And it was a, a really good group. I'm still friends with many of them that we hang out and do things with, you know, and if they need help, I help them and vice versa. And, you know, they, you know, at times I needed dates for things and I went with them or whatever, but it, it was a healthy thing where, where people going through it and just having a different perspective from the, the wife side, the ex-wife side, I, I thought that was good, you know, hobbies, but, but also, you know, you got, you got your own feelings and sometimes it's good to talk to somebody, have a good friend that you can sit down and share that with. Awesome. Well, listen, I am so glad that you joined us today, Mike. Uh, thank you for your insight. Thank you for sharing your story. And um, again, for our, our goal here at being a dad on purpose is just being a place that we can encourage dads, right? We got to be dads on purpose, really pushing and striving to be 
um, the dads that our kids need us to be. And so thank you for um, being honest and open. And, um, you know, thank you for just being a dad and staying in your kids' lives and being active. It's, uh, it's encouraging to hear this, um, this success story. So thank you again. Bobby, thank you. I appreciate it. And uh, thanks for letting me share. Like I said, every, everyone's different and modify it as needed, but you really will have healthier kids and, and happier kids if you can just learn to, to, to work together with your, with your ex-spouse and let those kids develop the way they need to to be successful you know, adults in the world. Awesome. Well, great. Thanks again, Mike, and uh, I appreciate it, man. You, got, you, have a, you have a good, good rest of your day. Hey, have a great holiday season. Take care, Bob. Hey, thanks. Well, that was my interview with Mike Reynolds. And man, what a great interview that was. And unfortunately, I mean, not, not unfortunately, I was able to gain a lot of insight after the recording. I mean, like that, all that was in that. But man, after our interview, I was able to talk to him more and he is not only just a retired navy guy like he is seriously um doing alligator rescue in the tampa area <laughs> and he takes retired um veterans and wounded warriors out to do that kind of stuff like that's incredible um he also takes uh, underprivileged kids and um some kids that are you know without dads in their lives to go out and, and do some alligator hunting as well incredible um he'll be on again i'm sure to be able to talk about that someday because that's pretty rad uh but anyway man I hope that what you heard in the interview with Mike was encouraging. I hope it was challenging. I hope that it um, was insightful for you dads who are trying to figure out how to manage being a co-parent. How do you get through a painful circumstance of divorce or separation? How do you how do you handle that well? But then also when there's kids involved, how do you handle it in a way that's still honoring to your children, recognizing that they need your support, they need your encouragement, they need you to be present and they need you and your ex to figure out how to how to work together. And so Mike's story is one of a bunch. And so I'm glad he was able to show up and share um, what he what he shared. Great insight, great story, and I'm thankful for it. So with that, I hope that you can continue having a good rest of your week, a good holiday season, and seriously continue being a dad on purpose. Bye.